May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. A young girl wakes her mother before dawn, crawling into bed for a brief embrace, followed by one last glance at precious possessions, a kiss to an elderly grandfather, and together they embark on a journey. There is joy and energy as they set forth, but as the scene plays out, you can see this is a long and difficult path. Walking long distances through beautiful desert and mountain landscapes, carrying few possessions, buying food and water where they can, recognizing danger along the way. The young girl often picks up a piece of fabric or a feather or a button as she finds them. It is only when they come to the place where the mother believed the first fruits of their journey would now be realized that they discover a wall built so high that it blocks out the sun and closes the door on the hope their journey was built on. The little girl pulls out what could be mistaken as a bunch of rags until you recognize that each of the items she has picked up along the way she has used to craft an American flag, something to wave in celebration at the moment that they could cross the border to the land of promise and freedom. The mother's face is stricken and terrified. Now what? Her eyes seem to say. What I'm describing is a commercial that was deemed too controversial to air during the Super Bowl a few years ago. The imagery of a great struggle and sacrifice of a parent and child for the chance at a better life and the, other, the utter devastation of seeing that dream crushed by a seemingly infinite border wall through the desert between America and Mexico. The mother hugs her still small daughter, not knowing what to do next, then looks up to see a line of sunlight, a glimmer of hope shining across the desert floor. They step quickly and discover a set of double doors that run the height of the wall. With trepidation, they move forward and push open the panels that allow safe passage through the seemingly insurmountable wall that only moments before had taken their breath away. The path to freedom, to new life, the gateway through that which seems insurmountable, an obstacle one could not overcome alone. Walls are built to hold possessions and land, even likeness of culture and privilege. Gated communities are created to add a checkpoint through which visitors can be checked out before welcomed to move through and partake in the community resources available on the other side. Our human nature has a checkered history with gatekeeping, a constantly embattled struggle of who is in and who is not welcome to pass through the gates into families, into communities, across borders. 
It's why the commercial I described caused so much controversy at the time, and as it turns out, commercials continue to stir up controversy today. It's an image that can be used to describe the divide on many issues that we are facing together, the walls that are built to keep us safe from the dangerous influence and impact of things seen as other, and the importance of the work of those who seek to open doors and opportunities to as many people as possible to widen the circle of those who can share in the resources and protection of being included in community. In today's gospel, Jesus says, I am the gate. A gate is a vulnerability, a necessary weakness in the fortress walls built to provide protection from the unknown that lurks on the other side. A gate is necessary because unlike in futuristic biodome science fiction films, one nation, one neighborhood, does not have the ability to be completely self-sustaining an island unto itself. Not then, and not now. The world is just too big, and we are a part of it. Families and businesses and communities, they stretch the world over. They cross all the borders. Humans are in relationship with one another across land and sea, language, generation, nationality, gender, and yes, even political affiliation. Jesus places himself as the permeable border through the outdated, unforgiving, human-made brick-and-mortar barriers that we create for ourselves. He places himself between the human-made border between ourselves and God as well. In the days and weeks following the first Easter, Jesus revealed himself again and again to his followers, his beloved community. As his followers were remembering and understanding words that he had said to them, teachings he had passed on to them, images he had tried to impart upon them, one of those long-lasting, long-reaching nicknames is Jesus as the Good Shepherd, and we call this day Good Shepherd Sunday because of it. Now, I've preached here about the Good Shepherd, about not wanting to be compared to stinky, not very smart sheep. And I've also taught and spoken to learning about that imagery as being a relationship of reflecting mutual love, mutual dependence, protection from danger, Recognition of the voice of the shepherd when called by that voice and being sought when lost or injured by the shepherd who leaves behind the 99 to find the one who was lost. But this time around, what resonates for the gospel today is that Jesus also calls himself the gate. He makes an entry point in the places where the greatest despair exists. 
the landscape of a life lived striving for something great, something beautiful, something worth passing on to the next generation, and the fact that there are barriers that we come up against in our own lives, physically, mentally, spiritually, that attempt to halt us in our path, attempt to make us give up hope and turn back. Barriers that attempt to keep hidden the riches and resources of an abundant life in God. But Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the ray of light that is visible when we wipe the dust from our eyes and see. Jesus is the invitation to step just a few feet more to make your way through. Jesus reveals this in the simple words, I am the gate. That despite our desire to build walls, there will always be access to the abundant love of God. There will always be a gate. We have all hit up against fences and walls of varying degrees in our lives. Days and weeks when the news cycle is too much, when we receive an unwelcome diagnosis, financial concerns, family challenges, tough decisions to be made, hitting a wall out of anger, despair, disappointment, exhaustion. Building a ladder just doesn't always work. Throwing a rope over the wall doesn't always work. Trying to walk around the wall doesn't always work. We can land in the place where we yell and beg that the problem just goes away, but there it is, and finally find ourselves kneeling at the wall, praying. In that moment, we make ourselves vulnerable enough to receive God's care for us, even in the valley of the shadow of death. And thank God, we discover we are not alone. We are never alone. And we never have to feel alone in this world. A glimmer of light shines through a gate. There is safe passage through any seemingly unsurmountable wall. A pathway forward a helping hand, and the possibility that we too might reach back and beckon to those who are seeking safe passage toward the place where they might discover the gate too. On this Good Shepherd Sunday, we are reminded that Jesus cares for us beyond measure. And Jesus does this by breaking through the barriers that keep us from seeing him, from knowing his presence, from knowing his companionship, and allowing ourselves the opportunity of safe passage, even through the deserts that can overwhelm and stop us in our tracks. May you know the Good Shepherd. May you take his hand and be led through the gate. May you have the strength and the will to see and to follow and to even turn back to those you see on the other side and invite them to come with you, to come with us through the gate. Together, 
we can live in that abundant life that's set forth for us in the promise of Easter. In Jesus' name, amen. The Chapel of the Cross is an Episcopal church in the heart of Chapel Hill and the university community. Find out more at thechapelofthecross.org. There you can find our latest news and events, connect with our pastoral care team, Faith in Action Ministries, and offer a prayer request. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram at The Chapel of the Cross, and on Facebook and Twitter at C-O-T-C, Chapel Hill. May you be nourished by the word to serve in the world.